That Picard never had a brush with death, never came face to face with his own mortality, never realized how fragile life is or how important each moment must be. November 9th, 2023. I'm Matt in Geistown Borough, where I finally remember to take down my election signs from the front yard four days later, or three days later. But oh. uh, as most times in Geistown, I'm ahead of the trend. Oh, <laughs> not today. Still yeah. all out there. Uh, huh. is it, well, anyway, I'm Stephen Bedford, Southern Bedford County, and uh, we're just back from West Virginia and overly caffeinated, so I'm a bit jittery, so I'm probably going to talk fast today. Had way too much coffee in West Virginia. Great. Well, this yeah. is going to be fantastic. That's right. It'll, it'll, be, a of... quick, it'll be a quick episode. <laughs> and we're done. Um, and we're out of here. So. <laughs> a couple of interesting things. First off, folks, if you've noticed that uh, we weren't around last week, Steve was under the weather a couple weeks back. I was not real great last week. The difference there being is I know the magic incantations that make all this stuff work. So when Steve is under the weather, I can at least annoy you and bother you by myself. Yeah. Steve only can do that to his keeper. There's no way for his to have a mechanism to put that out into the world other than screaming from your roof. Yeah. I have no idea how to soak a podcast. On top of which, I think a worse offending thing for you this today was how the hell did you get stuck in a traffic jam in what effectively is the middle of nowhere? Oh crap! Don't get your now. You're gonna make me mad. Yeah, I'm. I'm sitting there coming off of my road, trying to turn onto the main road. All right. So my road is a backcountry road that we just got paved after 30 years. So we actually have a blacktop road, and I'm trying to turn onto the onto 96, and there was 10 cars in a row coming. I had to sit and wait. Most times, as I'm rolling up to the stop sign, I look left, I tap the brakes, just to say that yes, I. I'll, I'll you know, basically somewhat complied with the stop sign and roll right out into it. I actually had to come to a physical stop and wait like two minutes. It was ridiculous. This place is getting too crowded. I'm out of here. My, oh my. It's too, it's too damn busy. You should it's install a roundabout. It works great for us. Yeah, we're down here. What would have, if we had a roundabout, all we would have is a bunch of cattle walking in continuous circles. That'd when be they cool. get, When they break out, it actually would be pretty funny. I haven't stopped numerous times. On the roads back here, on the back roads I travel on doing my job, and actually heard the stray steer or cow that has gotten out of the pasture and put it back into the farmer's pasture and shut the gate. Done that several times. Nice. Yeah. yeah it's great to live out here. No sarcasm intended. I mean, I really like living Oh, no. And, and I'm, I just wanted to clarify yeah. that from my standpoint, too. I love my roundabout. I was the one who signed off on it. I don't care. Right. You don't like it. Go to hell. It's Too mine. Yeah, right. I will fist fight you. I'll that's lose right. because I'm a half right. skeleton man transplantation. But I will still fight you. Everything else you want to right. criticize me about for 15 years on local government, go ahead. Right. Perfectly right. legitimate. You're probably right. I will fight people over that roundabout. Mm. Jeez. So how are you doing today? I'm going to fight old people in front of the roundabout. How do you think I'm doing, Steve? (laughs) No, I'm doing good. Doing good. That's good. It's nice and crisp up here a little bit. Mm -hmm. I took one good whack at the the leaves this week. Rained like the Dickens up here, though, this morning. Same here. Well, it's been raining all day. Like good hard. Finally, we got got good rain down here, too. Finally sunshine, though. 
which is good. There you go. I think we hit 60 degrees finally. Anyway. It's just still a weather. little too warm. Like it, it's like too too cold not to have a fire, but not cold enough that it, it gets a little too warm with it. It's it's yeah. I'm very yeah. I, there's a very narrow temperature range I can I'm good right. with anymore in my life, and I'm really <laughs> very particular. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's well, if it's only sixty, so I can't go out back and smoke a good cigar. So it's, it's got to hit sixty-seven. Then well, I you're not go trying hard enough then. No, I'm not. I'm not trying hard enough to get mouth cancer. So I got yeah, I got to dedicate my life more. I got to get more dedicated to a, a cause. So anyway, you know, you know what I've been thinking about? No, it's like I said, we were off last week. Well, yeah. So you so, have two weeks worth of thoughts that are piled up. What do you got? Yeah, oh, so my 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 uh, my son, our son, who is a, a pilot in the Marine Corps, who's over in Japan. And uh, he sent me a text this morning because they're 13 hours ahead of us. So he was wishing me happy birthday because the 10th of November is the Marine Corps birthday. So him being 13 hours ahead, he is in he's he's in the 10th of November. Yeah. And he and the Marines every year celebrate the Marine Corps birthday um, with uh, enthusiasm and usually imbibing in lots of alcohol. And he let me know that he had, and his head was killing him, and that we would video conference sometime this weekend because he needed a couple of days to recover from it. So <laughs> massive, massive Marine Corps ball. Anyway, but um, I was sitting there thinking about it, and you know, of course, my son, who I've known all of his life, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, known him all of his life. Anyway, he flies a C one thirty Hercules, and big airplane, massive airplane, four you know four props. If you don't know what a C one thirty Hercules is, just imagine a bus with wings. Um, and you know, four, four engines on it. And, uh, I was sitting there thinking about it and realizing how he got there was completely unintended consequences of how he became a pilot in the Marine Corps. Did he like wander <laughs> onto the, into the, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, into he a C-130 like, one time yeah, and like, they like, said, yeah, Hey, you look good there. Yeah, just keep look, sitting. Hey, you're a natural. Key. You're a natural. Yeah. Fire it up and take off and everything. No. It, Cause I've made a career of that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just wandering around aimlessly and showing up. So, no, it, um, I got to really thinking about that, and it really kind of came down unintended consequences, something that I did that I didn't realize what the consequences of it would be. And consequences being a word that doesn't mean – most people think consequences are negative. Consequences, the word consequences itself is not a negative thing or positive. It just means something that happens from an action. Resulting from. Right, yeah, resulting from. So – so I call it the law of unintended consequences. So he was graduating high school, Richland High School. You know, he's, you know we, we lived up in Richland at the time. And um, he was getting ready to graduate. And I was never one to celebrate, you know, big deal about graduating high school. You know, I didn't throw massive parties or anything. You know, it was more of, you know, congratulations. Here's a card. You know, here's some small, you know, gift that I would give. I gave to my daughter and, you know, and gave to, you know I gave my daughter a horse. Um, and I was like, well, what can I get my son? for graduating high school other than a card. And so I was talking to my keeper about it. And at that time, what is your keeper when you're dating prior to becoming your, your voluntary your spouse and my voluntary keeper, it was beginning to straighten me out. Yeah. My, <laughs> my voluntary keeper. And she said, you guys always talk about airplanes. 
you're constantly talking about airplanes. You're looking at them. You go to airplane. You go to you know shows. You know, like when the warbirds would fly in up there at the the, the airport up there in Georgetown. And she said, you're always talking about, you know, the times that you flew helicopters and you flew airplanes. She said, don't you know anybody at the airport where you can get him like maybe a flight on an airplane just to see if he likes it. So now he was in a senior year of Richland and he had re he had, you know, gotten the right scores and everything. And he had been accepted by UPJ to go to to UPJ at this point. OK. So that's a important point of the story. So anyway, so. I went, oh, yeah, it's a really good idea. So I went, went, you know, drove up to the airport, went in and talked to a buddy of mine who was, a, who was an instructor pilot and said, hey, I want to I want to book two hours of flight time as a, basically a present for my son. And he goes, oh, that's a good idea. No problem. So I paid, you know, I paid for the aircraft, two hours of flight time. He gave me a certificate, took it back, put it in the card. And at this time, my son had no interest in computers he wasn't interested in, I mean, other than gaming, but he wasn't interested in developing software or repairing them or networks, even though he was working for you and me at the time, you know, installing. He was smart. Systems. In it. Yeah. Because look at you and I look like now. Oh, yeah. yeah in yeah, that yeah, career. Yeah, well, yeah. He, yeah. He was, he definitely avoided it. Um, but he wasn't into cars. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't into fixing up cars, racing them or anything like that. He, and he always complained about it. He said, there's nothing that really grasps me. Nothing that grabs my attention that I like. That he because we had this conversation. He says that he says that I don't know what's wrong with me, but nothing holds my attention. So like, oh, that's a shame. He'll figure it out. So anyway, so he opens up his graduate after he graduates, you give him the card that evening. He looks at it, he pulls his piece of paper out, he goes, Two hours of flight time? I said, Yeah. I said, a buddy of mine's got an airplane. I booked you two hours of flight. Well, my voluntary keeper at the time, and I booked you two hours of flight time. Because it, it was both from my my now keeper and I. So next week, the week after he graduates, he goes up there. I didn't go with him. You know, I wanted him to do it all. He's 18 years old. He's a grown man. Figure it out on your own. And when he came back from that flight, the grin on his face, if he would have dropped dead right then, the coroner using two crowbars couldn't have got the grin off of his face <laughs> because flying clicked. He said, I never realized what it was like to actually fly. He said, the flight simulators that I've done on gaming, there's no comparison to feeling the power of the aircraft, the rumbling of it, the vibrations, the going down, the actual feeling of lifting off, the banking of the air. He says, you don't get that on a flight simulator. He said, and he says, I got a new plan. I said, okay. He says, I'm dropping out of UPJ. It, well, at this point, you could have knocked me over. Yeah, this is not where you were expecting this day to go. Yeah, the, the, okay, this is the unintended consequences aspect of this story. And I was like, uh, okay, what are you going to do? He goes, I'm going to drop out of UPJ. I'm going over to Penn Highlands. They have a flight program. And I have no idea if they still have it at this now, but at that time, they had a two-year flight they do program. Anymore. Yeah, and I went... Okay, he goes, and I'm going to get my private pilot's license, get into the aviation industry, and then when I'm done, that I'm going to switch over to UPJ. So, a plug for Penn Highlands and UPJ. My son actually did that. He went to Penn Highlands, and then he switched over to UPJ, but he didn't do it in a two-year program. He, what he did is he went to he went to Penn Highlands for a year, got his um his his uh flight training done. Got mm -hmm. his private pilot's license. Then he comes up to me and says, I got a new plan. 
Okay. He says, I'm dropping out of Penn Highlands. I'm like, uh, okay. And he goes, I'm joining the Marine Corps. A at this point, I was, re I was looking around for a, a 45 that was handy so we could have a, 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 a healthy discussion <laughs> on a new plan that I had. But I realized he was 18 years old. He's a grown man. He had to make his own decision. I said, what's your plan? He goes, I'm going to join the Marine Corps, go to Paris Island, become a reservist because I want to get the experience of, he said, I'm kind of tired of school. I need the experience. And I said, what about flying? He goes, I'll get back to that. I said, what do you mean get back to this? He says, when I get done with all my training and my reserve and the reserves, I'm going to go to then UPJ, graduate UPJ, and then join the Marine Corps as an officer and go to flight school. So I was like, well, grown man, 18 years old, got it. So he did all that. He went to Paris, he, he finished up uh, Penn Highlands, went to Paris Island, became a military police officer in the reserves, went to Korea, came back, went back to, then he goes to UPJ, graduates UPJ. You and I were there when he got yep. commissioned as an officer and he became, uh, he went to, uh, then he went to the basic school, which is six months of infantry training and then to flight school for two years. And now he flies a C-130. Now he's in Japan for the next three years, he and his new bride. So the unintended consequences of trying to figure out what to get him for a high school graduation present, put him on the path to being a pilot of a multi-engine aircraft in, Japan, in the Marine Corps. Yeah. It's just, I would have never, I would have never thought that when I said, oh, I'm going to run up to uh, the airport in Johnstown and, and book two hours on an airplane ride for him. Because yeah. he actually flew the airplane. The pilot took him up, got him up to like 10,000 feet. So here you go, fly it around. And he flew it around for two hours. It was kind of I mean, cool. Those of us on the ground feel bad, good. Well, you know, I mean, he had to have a long way to come down, you know. The, anyway, a little safer than um, people that drive on the, the streets anyway. Let's not get into that, so... You know, I don't, I don't fly, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. the concept's interesting though. This yeah. idea that, that how, how those little things that you almost never anticipate or see how mm -hmm. they click are what build that experience and, and build those connections to lead you to where you are today. I always think about that mm -hmm. from the perspective of when you run into somebody at the store, Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I haven't seen so-and-so in five years. And you, oh, how have you been? I haven't seen you in how long? That What are a cycle of events led to you two random people crossing paths at that particular moment for some reason? Right. And it, it, it's just when you actually think about it, it's like all the things that have to go right for that to happen. You mean to have that chance meeting? Yeah. Yeah. Or have well, that, have that, yeah. uh, even like what you're saying with, with your story about the having that everything that, that yeah, 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 came up with that idea versus something else that you had instilled that, uh, hey, take a chance, go do something else through example and so forth. Um, that the guy who owned the plane wasn't having a kind of a off day. And just right. kind of like, hey, took you up. Okay, get down. Thanks, kids. We'll see you later. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it was yeah. a fun, okay, it was an okay experience, but it didn't really click. Yeah, no. Yeah, the, the guy that, the, I, and I can't remember his name because it's been how many years ago that was. Um, I asked him, I said, you know, 
I said, what can you do? He goes, oh, he said, I'll take them up. And after we get up to about 5,000 feet, I'll have them take over and have them flying everything. And just maybe we'll do a couple touch and goes, which are, um, if you don't, if you're not in the aviation world, touch and goes where you come in, you do a landing, you land the aircraft, you keep rolling, and then you throttle back up and you literally go around again. It's called a touch and go. You touch the ground and then go around again. Yeah. So he, they did, he, like I said, he, he was in a, he, he had a really, really positive experience, which which redirected his entire life. Yeah, it's, and that's what I mean. That little thing. Imagine, imagine if that guy for that day had had an off day. Yeah, just wasn't in the mood. Wasn't feeling great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just, didn't eat something. Know, ate something funny last minimal. night. Yeah. Upset tummy. Didn't decide. Right. Uh, okay, just do the bare minimum. And yeah. that completely different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty interesting. And I think, yeah. I think I think anyone who could look at their life and say that's the random happenstance of of when you think back at how you got to that point. And I think of things in my own life, people I know, people I met, mm-hmm. um, how I ended up doing what I do. Just, you know, it, it is it is that random little thing. Jeez, my whole my whole undergrad degree was a random p- computer placement <laughs> in a gen ed course, and I'm like, this really? is really cool. I never would have thought of taking it, and, but yeah. I'm like, hey, first first year freshman, you take what you what you, they give you because mm-hmm. you're low on the totem pole, and it's like, hey, this is kind of cool, and yeah. it's a, been a career for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, that could have been they could have stuck me in. Not to not to harangue my fellow social scientists, but stuck me in like a sociology or an anthropology, and I've been right. like, oh, okay, and don't throw it, and I would have never clicked, and mm. I would have yeah. kept on the on the oddly enough, how how see almost I just invalidated my own argument because I go back because I was a, I was a radio DJ before I, I started that yeah I was on the radio mm. and the country station. Huh. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like, well, okay, I was going to this whole different path because I figured there's no mechanism or, or interest in people listening to the radio, listening to me on the radio and whatever. And now, like, I kind of have this little media empire I'm building. <laughs> two, lo- yeah. two, two recorded shows and a, and a, and a newspaper. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, if you get a TV, if you get a video side going, you can say you're the king of all media, radio, TV, the internet, and uh, yeah, and the new and the print or the yeah. online newspaper. You don't print it anymore, but yeah, yeah, you could call yourself the king of all media. I have to hey, remember to. I have to. I have some. I have some friends that came out of the school with the journalism degree. I have to rub that in their face next time I talk to them. Yeah, I'm yeah, doing what, what you yeah. studied for for fun. Right. Yeah. Just for yeah. Well, and once you get your own television station, you can tell them, I will be the king of all media. You can come work for me. Maybe that's your exit strategy. That'll be I, it. I don't know. Video, audio, I'm good at. Video yeah. is a lot bit larger an investment to, to do it right. As you do it right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I mean, come on. Yeah. What am I competing against? You have to do it right. You look, look at YouTube. You don't have to do it right. You can still get a lot of hits and not be doing it right. Yeah, but people who do it right do real nice YouTube channels. Well, that's true too. Yeah. If you do it, if you do it the right way, but no, that's yeah. an interesting concept. Just uh, thinking about those little hiccups and sh- things in life, and and those random circumstances, and how those 
build together and experiences mm-hmm. um, that that truly change where you are and and, and yeah. how your life progresses. Yeah, it's it's actually you know, and it could be you know, unfortunately for the story I told, it was very positive. You know, unfor- you know, unfortunately, well, the, plus with the way life is, you know, there are people who had who are, didn't have that that positive experience or something certainly bumped certainly. them in the wrong direction but and but yet they didn't change or break the sequence to get away from that mm-hmm. you know something negative happens to you because i've had a lot of things negative happen to me and i could have kept going down that path but i made the decision to to do something different to break that chain unfortunately so you know a lot of people don't do that yeah. You know, they don't, they get, you know, they get caught up in it and then it becomes a lifestyle for them, which is a shame. Sure. It, it, yeah. it, it, it kind of does. It does like anything else. There's good aspects and bad aspects about mm-hmm. it. And it is that, it is that, um, nature of what it is to be just kind of going about your day. Yeah. And, and yeah, and you don't think about it. You don't think about it at all. Yeah. You don't think about it at all. And, and how, things change and you don't anticipate and 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 because i was i was thinking back actually i had a conversation with our mutual friend uh our, our mutual air force associate uh-huh. the other day and i said when we first remember when you first met doug it was we kind of had the whole big presentation and everything and i said and we were talking about it and i said you know why we did that and he said no why i said we were all afraid of you <laughs> and he's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "What do you think we did that for the for the guy who couldn't figure out uh, how to be jury commissioner or the 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 teacher?" No, we we knew those guys. We were afraid of the Air Force Colonel. We had no idea about. <laughs> That's funny. He said, "Oh, geez, he shouldn't have been." I said, "Yeah, now I know. Now I don't care. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm gonna mess with you all I want." <laughs> but but again, it's that 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 look at that has that's an event that. Random circumstances brought that together, and geez, how long mm-hmm. have we known and worked with Doug and done projects yeah. and hung out? You know, fifteen years. Yeah. Long time. Yeah, it's interesting. What did you know? I'm writing for for the um, I was because she was going to say the Bedford Gazette, and I'm not writing an article for the Bedford Gazette. I'm writing another article for the Geistown Telegraph. There you go. And I'm talking about how much time people have and what to do with it. Do you know how many hours there are in one year? 24 hours a day times 365. Math. Right. Math number of yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 8,760 hours okay. in a year. Okay. So if you take out for sleeping, eight hours of sleeping, eight hours of work. Oh, who's doing eight out, hours of sleeping? Well, okay. Just to keep the math simple. Okay. So... And then you take out for weekends and then a number, you know, the average, I think it's 11 holidays a year that we get and then take out a week's vacation out of 8,760 hours, 4,832 hours are dedicated to either sleeping, working, vacation, weekends, or holidays. Okay. Okay? That leaves, let's see, a 3,000. 928 hours a year almost 4,000 hours of spare time that you don't have anything to do with it's not dedicated to anything 
So, so 3,928 hours a year are not dedicated to sleeping, working, vacations, weekends, or holidays, anything like that. Okay. Yeah. So if you take that and multiply that by 20 years of working from, let's say, from 25 or 40 years of working, from 25 to 65, that gives you 18 years of spare time. Well, this is great. I have a lot of things on my plate here for this weekend. So now I realize I have a lot of extra time. I don't have to worry about anything. You do. Yeah. Wow. Well, but it goes back to it goes back to what we were just talking about is is unintended consequences. If if you have almost 4,000 hours of year of spare time that's not dedicated to sleeping, eating, the weekends or vacations or the holidays, what do most people do with that 4,000 hours a year? They're wasted. They're listening to us. Well, yeah, they're wasting their time. They're wasting their time. See, I was seeing <laughs> if you were going to go with it, and I'm like, <laughs> no, it is. It is a thump something. Yeah. That's actually an interesting way yeah. when you actually look at the math of it. Yeah, yeah. When you aggregate that time that's not dedicated to something over a forty-year working or a 40 year period from 25 to 65 18 years is extra you, yeah. you you decide what to do with 18 years of your life but what do most people do with it not not much yeah, anyway yeah, no, so, it just gets, so if you're interested in reading the article it won't be out this week it'll be out next week in the geistown telegraph geistowntelegraph.com so, yeah yeah so it's called it's going to be called time Great. You have to figure out a picture for it. I always like come up with something. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Clock or something. I don't know. Anyway. So, well, now I know the yeah, art, but yeah, I'll come up with something yeah. fun. Yeah. No, that's an interesting, very interesting way to look at it. Mm-hmm. No, time time is, is such an interesting thing. And I have such a horrible um, problem with understanding time. In the sense that that... If things get thrown off, I will. I holidays, for example. Okay. You know, everyone jokes. Oh, you know, it's weird. You have Monday off, and and everyone's Tuesday. Oh, it kind of feels like this is feels like it should be a Monday or whatever. Like that whole week's ruined for me. Why? I was off Monday uh-huh. for some personal stuff I needed to take care of. So I got got in on uh, yesterday because I don't have anything scheduled on Tuesdays. Got in yesterday, and I felt like Monday. To me, my brain was like, it was like 3.30, 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. I'm like, oh, my God, no, wait, it's actually not Monday. It's Wednesday. So when your schedule gets tossed. Yeah, when, saying. when yes. It, plus uh, then understanding the, the, because I'm the exact opposite with actual physical time. Sarah freaks out all the time because... I, I, I always joke. I cook using the force. Okay. Like I don't believe in timers or like I just oh, like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. okay, just turn it on or go on, and she's like, "Well, when's it gonna be on?" I said, "Not yet." Let's hang on. And you know what? <laughs> like an extremely high percentage, dead on right. Get it right. Well, that's good. 
Don't know why. Don't know how. Uh -huh. Huh. I, I don't know. Yeah. Time's interesting, you know, because I'm much older than you. I'm a boomer. And like one of the articles I wrote for the Geistown Telegraph about chickens, the four seasons of life, I'm a winter chicken. I literally have nothing but the facing me. You know, to use the Game of Thrones analogy, winter is coming for me. Yeah. Plain and simple. You know, I'm literally at the end of my walk. And I'm, you know, I'm not saying that to be dramatic or anything or morbid, but I literally, my, my life has zipped by 60 plus years. And the time, when you look back on the time, that time has been a blink of the eye for me. And then so I, I think a lot about how fast my life has gone by, all the things I've done. And I get, you know, very reflective on things. And people, young people, genuinely have no idea how fast time is going by for them. It's, I tell that to my kids all the, literally all the time. So I talk to them, enjoy your youth. You're going to blink and you're going to be old like me. And they laugh just like I did when I was in my thirties. Like, nah, yeah. everything's good. Uh, hey, you better, better enjoy it. Because once again, time, you, you have a, you have a hard time with, with, you have a difficult time with time when your time gets thrown off. For me, the thing about time is it is going by so fast people don't realize how quickly time is going. Do, no, think, think about this from a perspective. And I, I was talking to somebody the other day about this. Depending on how they handled it with, with classes in high school mm -hmm. or are, are efficient and handle it in what would be the traditional four-year solution, spring, spring, 2024 is a graduating class of college students who were not alive on 9-11. Yeah. That's yeah. So when you talk about how fast, that doesn't seem that long ago. No. And considering what I was doing on 9-11, it for me, from an from literally from an emotional standpoint. That was like yesterday to me. Yeah, my my yeah. my first job was based around it. What you were doing again? Our mutual friend Doug was in the Pentagon that yeah. day, and it's like these kids are like, it's 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 like me looking at the moon landing. Yeah, which I watched. Yeah, yeah, or or, or people like. Uh, there was a there was a little history blurb about at one point there was an interview they they had with somebody. What was it? It was like they, somebody was complaining about a TV show or a movie as the last survivor of the Titanic wreck. It was offensive to them that they were using the Titanic story in some way or whatever. And it's like now you think like the Titanic, the, but mm. this wasn't that long ago. And it's like somebody's like I was there. <laughs> Right. But yeah. now it's just this amorphous thing in history to these kids. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, there's no different. It's like, oh, Civil War, Titanic, Revolutionary War, 9-11. All was this yeah. stuff that was just yeah. free me. Yeah. 
that ancient ancient history ancient history them. yeah um because i often thought time would never really move beyond 9-11 in or <laughs> wrong phrasing <coughs> time would start or history would start effectively with 9-11 mm -hmm. and I, this is my theory is that yes there's snippets there's some archaeological things from you know thousands of years ago we know and even more recently there's you know you can go when you can open up go to museums open up books see photographs that are little tiny images of civil war industrial revolution you know even even through the 40s the 50s 60 you know just little snippets 9 11 is the first event that was has effectively been covered 24 7 in video since the moment it happened mm-hmm yeah, you know, they, 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 you can credit a lot of Vietnam ending with the media coverage. But that was, here's some, here's some clips on the evening news. Right. That was, this wasn't, it wasn't completely 100% documented from, hey, look, here's the weather report that morning to, oh, what was that? Oh, something hit that tower to boom and mm -hmm. everything. And from the debates on about what do you do about it to, coverage of invasion of uh, Afghanistan, Iraq, all the fallout from that, everything to this day has been so historic from historic historical perspective in a thousand years, assuming everything doesn't get completely lost to, to from a data record standpoint, people can go back and actually watch that event in history minute by minute, the whole thing. Yeah, that can't from, ever yeah. be done. For anything prior effectively for anything prior to that right. mm -hmm. imagine you had a minute by minute video clip of lincoln the day he got shot right yeah that would be interesting that you'd never so now does that at least i always thought that way now when you go back and look at that stuff you're like oh my goodness the technology's changed so much mm -hmm. hmm. And but, I thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah, but I always thought that from a time perspective, that history, I could, I could, if if we went two thousand years in the future, I think history effectively would start that day. They'd have the understanding that things did come before, but the real understanding has been the complete documentation of everything from that point onward oh i mean interesting yeah. the the library of congress owns in perpetuity all tweets so there will be a documented history of everybody's social media on what was then twitter now x think about that for we, that day we, we, yeah we know we know Okay, here's what what the 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 order of the Roman Empire uh, uh, emperors and their major accomplishments and that kind of stuff. But imagine, you know, having a peek and see. Oh, here's what two or you know, say let's say 
30 or 40 percent of the general population was doing at that time and thinking of, and, and, and thinking, thinking about, of and stuff yeah um, so yeah vice you couldn't do that back in the roman empire to see what the average citizen of rome was thinking you couldn't do that when, 30 years ago right hmm. interesting yeah it effectively is it effectively is just this giant projection and meme of what the 80s were stereotypes movies you know think about it. if you if you said to to people who would actually watch real movies which again is completely going along the wayside you know what did what did news people sound like in the 1920s It's that 1920s newsman voice. Today, the Yankees beat the Mets 4-7. Right. Yeah, they didn't the do that. It wasn't everyone just doing that. It, it just become the, the thing. Oh, I see what you said. Yeah, you and I lived through the 80s. Right, yeah. <laughs> where it wasn't all, like, crazy big hair and and, and yeah we, we weren't all we didn't all like have all warmers big hair or, and, or biker gangs yeah yeah and coked up on everything there were really yeah there were more than three kind of peoples people right, yeah. people <laughs> exercising biker gangs and and coked up wall street people yeah, we, there's yeah. more than three types of people from the 80s <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's but now we have this complete image of being able to see a, well a very wide image that's getting wider yeah, as yeah. technology a much gets broader lens Right, yes. a much broader lens since nine eleven of society. Yeah, vice prior to that. That's interesting. Yeah, never thought about it that way. And it, and I think <laughs> it ties back to that original the original concept of of how those moments put those people in those spots, and we'll be mm -hmm. able to see that where it's just not you being able to see. Oh, I can make those connections. It's other things. <laughs> it's for everything. Which may draw back to what we originally started with. Yeah. If somebody would analyze that, you would kind of see what the consequences, outcomes were. People that made decisions based off the information they had, see what they what where they got off to. Yes. Hmm. Which yeah. to scare you, you could put all of that information into a computer, and the AI would be able to generate some predictive elements uh, for you. Yeah, <laughs> which would be wrong anyway. Because AI is just a big ass program, big database. Yeah. Anyway, but um, hmm. Steve, are we done wasting people's time? I'm never done. <laughs> we just may take a week long break until we harangue them oh. again. Oh yeah, but it was good. Um, yeah. It was good. Good to be back. And I was, I was down. I was down hard last week. Yeah, you were. You're pretty rough. No. Oh. And that's, you so, know, me. I love the sound of my own voice. I'm not saying a word. I'm just going to say, well, what, am I, what, what merchandise am I going to plug this That's week? what Zip, I was yeah. Zippo for. lighters. Zippo lighters. I got, I'm sitting here looking. I got two of them sitting here on my desk. One with a Marine Corps emblem on it, of course, is a nod to the Marine Corps. And then a gold one. Not real gold, unfortunately. So Zippo lighters. So if you need to light a cigar, get a Zippo. And absolutely my, have to burn something free, down. Go to the yeah, Or you have to burn something down. Or if you want to, you know, protest against the world and emoliate yourself, pour gasoline all over, use a Zippo lighter. You know, hey, I hey, saw hey. that. Yeah, it's just uh, obviously I'm joking. Jeez, people, lighten up. Take it, take it, take it, or something as I tell my dogs to relax. Anyway, 
Um, I saw. Uh, speaking of that, have you ever noticed that on some of these TV shows where they have some guy who's pouring gasoline all over something, and he stands there and he's standing next to it a foot away and he and he'll flick a lighter on. Do you know what would happen? Yeah, you go up in flames. You go up in flames. Gas does not. The, gas does not right. burn. It's Thank the fumes. You. Thank you. Gas. The unintended consequences. If you think I'm not you finishing high gasoline, school. Yeah. yeah not, <laughs> right. Gasoline itself does not burn. It's the vapors. So if you see one of these shows where somebody pours gasoline all over everything, and he stands there and strikes a match, and he doesn't immediately go up, it's just BS. Oh no! Anything, anything. It, it's that drives me nuts. We could do a whole show on these things that drive me nuts. Oh, TV God. shows and movies. The, the 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 they're running through the 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 warehouse or looking for the bad guy. Or there's this firefight going, and you know our heroes bust in and to make sure they're ready to go. After running through this building for ten minutes, they rack around in there. Like, what were you doing for the previous ten minutes when you? <laughs> right. What are you doing running with an empty gun? Yeah. Well, and here and here's another talk about running. Isn't it amazing that these criminals can they, that that the cops bust in or come around the corner and these these you know whatever they're doing, you know, pick pick some type of crime, that these criminals can run for miles without getting winded? I watch these shows where these cops are chasing these criminals for blocks and blocks and blocks until the cop finally like cuts them off on third because he cut down an alley and the guy comes running around the corner and the clock, clock the cop clocks him or something like that or the detective gets him or something like that and i'm like holy crap if a cop came around a corner and i'm standing there i couldn't run a block without getting winded at this of course i'm in my 60s now but even before you know the only reason I could run for miles because I was in the Marine Corps and we would go out for a warm up was three miles. That They'd was make just you. getting warmed up. Yeah. We made it. It made us. I was in my thirties and forties. I could go run for miles. I'd been out of the Marine Corps for ten years. I couldn't go out and run for miles. But you watch these criminals and on TV and they they run for blocks without and they're not winded. Anyway, of course. Not well, no, it's 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 they're it running with a lighter for oh. blocks while pouring gasoline on themselves and they don't go up in flames and get winded. <laughs> and 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 for those of you in who are, are loyal listeners to the show, thoughtprovokingblokes.com, if you'd like to help us out, if you'd like to share the link, um, and you are a technical person, I swear if I watch one more CBS show where they're sitting there and like, let me hack their computer system, and they pull up like Internet Explorer, oh, God. and I'm like... Okay. You've got mail. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, anyway. Well, so what have we learned today, Steve? Time's confusing. Well, we've wasted people's time for the past 45 minutes. And, um, yeah, time is fleeting. Don't waste it. It is also but fleeting. Keep listening, but keep listening to us. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you, will, you will very rarely find this perspective from two people who have... No shame. Oh, no, I don't care. So, and, and go to the uh, Geistown Telegraph and read some interesting articles. So, can do that, good. too. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. That reminds me I got to write tomorrow's. You got to write tomorrow's? Yeah. Or I don't know if I'll get mine wrapped up today or not. I don't know. That's I, fine. I'm going to do one on budgets. 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, enjoy that. Well, they, yeah, there we go. See, please come to the webpage and you can read interesting articles about budgets. Oh, no, yeah, it's it's yeah. it's about the budget process and how it's kind of full of crap. Right. Uh, look up for my article called The Four Chickens of Life. There you go. There we go. There we go. Sorry, Matt. I got to go. So, Talk to you later, Steve. See you. Bye.